What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Slice of TV, where we are going through every episode of HBO's The Last of Us. I am your host, Brett Parker. Joining me again for the second time in one week is the amazing Brad. Yeah, I know, right? Is Brad from the Cinema Guys. Welcome back. I know, I'm moving, I'm moving from schlocky uh, horror to TV shows now. Yes. I'm, just, I'm jumping all over. <laughs> it's great. I'm so excited to have you back. To talk about, to be honest, my favorite TV show probably of the last like 10 years. So uh, let's get into it. So at the beginning, we'll go spoiler free as we we always do. And then we'll uh, we'll give you guys a spoiler warning and then we're going to go full spoilers. So strap in because it's going to get fun. So we are talking about episode six of The Last of Us titled Kin. Uh, this one was directed by I am going to completely butcher this name. Uh, Yasmila Zav. Zabonic? Close enough. Yeah. Uh, She's an international director. Really, she had one directorial, like big directorial thing back into 2020. I'm not even going to try to pronounce the name of the movie. But um, it's it's good to see other directors coming in, uh, especially ones that, you know, maybe not are not too familiar for American audiences. Um. So yeah, so uh, let's go through it. What did you think of this latest episode? So, so I haven't played the game. I've never played the game. Ooh. I don't have a PlayStation, so I I don't have any background to this. Okay. So I'm coming in episode one, fresh eyes as I've gone through, and I've I've enjoyed it. I've loved every episode, and honestly, for me, this was the weakest of the episodes we've gotten so far. Okay. In, in my opinion, like I just. It was fine, but overall, I was just like, I don't know what I wanted from it, but I was like, oh, okay, cool. It 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 felt, I don't know, it it kind of just felt like every week, it's it's always that you feel like there's no hope for anybody in this. Like I I'm sure that's how the game is and everything else, but I'm just like, oh, every week you're just like, oh. Here we go. Yeah. This is downer again. Yeah. I was like, no, the hope is just dwindling every week. Yeah. But I mean, I love the beginning of the episode. I love, you know, the Graham Green and I wanted kind of more of their characters in that house. And then after that, I mean, we'll get it. We'll get into it in spoilers. But after that, I was like. It didn't it didn't hook me like all the other episodes had. OK, it's 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 always exciting because I think I've only had one guest on who has actually played the game other than, you know, I've I, as I state every week, I've played the game many times mm-hmm. as long as I have with the second one. Uh, so this is definitely. A really strong one for me because they hit a lot of points that happen in okay. the game and there are scenes that are literally just completely word for word ripped from the game but done in a different way by because you don't want it to be like the thing about Pedro Pascal and Bella Ramsey when they took on these characters is they stated they didn't want to replicate what Troy Baker and um, oh, I'm blanking on the actress who does Ellie's voice, but they didn't want to replicate what they did in the game. They wanted to take those lines because they were planning on just ripping straight dialogue from the game, but like just make it your own. And that's what I appreciated about it. Like, I think a lot of people probably judged it based on like, that's not exactly how that went down. It's like, well, that's the game. Like, 
go play the yeah. game then if you want that exact <laughs> experience. Like this is, these are two completely different actors taking on these roles that are doing something, you know, that's already been written in a different direction. And I appreciate and that's that. Always a, that's always a problem with video game fans is, yeah. you know, you change it too much. And they're like, well, it's not like the game. If you make it like the game, they're like, well, I, I wanted something different. Yeah, exactly. So it, there's, you can never find that, that happy medium for oh, everybody. Absolutely not. Oh, Ashley Johnson is the voice of Ellie in the game. I just wanted to say that before people yell at me. Mm. Um, <laughs> which I, I've heard that her and Troy Baker do make appearances in the show at some point, so that'll be cool. I don't know exactly what episodes, but I can't wait to see that. Okay. Uh, but yeah, I, I really like this. I like seeing Tommy again. Uh, we only got to see him in the first episode and to see him in like a completely different environment and what, you know, living in this settlement and, and all that and being able to survive in this just awful world that everyone else is living in and yeah. getting to see the contrast between Tommy and Joel and how they're completely on different sides of the fence where they used to be like a united front, you know, mm -hmm. back when this all started and it's mostly just getting to see Joel finally show emotion, like show full on emotion, which we've seen glimpses of throughout the season uh, you know, he's he's just mostly been trying to be a strong person in front of Ellie, trying to be strong in front of Tess and or, or anyone that he encounters. He's just that. Yeah, he wants to be that strong man. But Tommy can bring well, out that soft part of him. To open he has him up. the reputation of like he's the guy and he, he can he's the rough and tough guy that can. Yeah. He's the guy you call when you need something done. Yeah. And. You know, to your point, yeah, it's, it's it takes a while for things to happen, and it's it is a very slow episode. But I think for me, just knowing what goes on and getting to see the things okay. I got to see in the game in live action and get to relive that and get those same emotions that I you know, experienced playing the game, I loved it. And I, I mean, I, to be honest, I've loved every episode of the show. There, I mean, the, yeah, are there weaker ones than than the others? This one was. Felt like it was so long though. I don't it, know about you. I don't. I it didn't did. look at the runtime of this one, but this. I think it was fifty-eight minutes. Wow, so it was this, around the same length as a lot of the other ones. But this it felt did. like it an felt hour long. and a half. I thought this went yeah. on for a long time, and and not a bad way. But I was like, okay, I feel like they leave this like they get to a certain point, and you're like, okay, that that'll be the end of the episode, right? Oh no, we're gonna get a whole other section <laughs> where I'm like, oh, okay, I guess we're gonna go there. I figured that would be the next part but mm -hmm. you know whatever give me more of it i'm all for it <laughs> well every every like i haven't played the game but every episode i felt like okay this is the place that we're gonna we're gonna be here for a couple episodes mm -hmm. like you know the town i was like okay this is gonna turn into a walking dead to governor type of thing yeah and then nope we're gonna move on and then now this or like okay we're gonna be in this little commune for a while I'm like nope it's this episode now we're moving on yep. i'm like oh okay I do appreciate that, that it it doesn't, you know what? We're not going to hang out here for a while. We're, it, this isn't going to be a whole season just here. Right. We're, we're moving. Here we go. We're just going to keep going. Yeah, every episode is kind of its own little contained thing. We're not overstaying our welcome in every, yes. in any one location. Yes. But yeah. I mean, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, always. And seeing what we're going to get next week it gets me very excited but we won't talk about that till the very end the, the little glimpse of what uh what next week's going to give us so now we're going to go over to the spoiler section here so if you haven't seen 
episode six of The Last of Us. Uh, please go watch it before you listen to the rest of this review. Uh, but I mean, to be honest, if you're listening to us right now, you should have already watched it. So we're going into it. So spoilers. Here we go. All right. Here we go. Brad, break it down. What uh, what were your likes? And this time when I say what are your likes and your and your dislikes, I'm going to let you actually say your likes and dislikes before we just go off in a random tangent. Uh, on a t- <laughs> I mean, I could randomly go on a tangent. You never know what's going to yeah. happen. <laughs> All right. Go ahead. Like I, said, like I said before, I loved this first encounter with Graham Greene and his wife and I wanted more of that interaction mm. at first. I was like, Oh, here we go. Two more people. We're going to have this little story with two people and move on. But I mean, we were only there for a few minutes and we moved on, but I love that interaction where he comes in and asks like, you made him soup. And she's like, yeah, like, like I just loved how they played off each other. And I wanted, I wanted more of that. I, I felt like it, they teased me just a little bit. Yeah. And then, then we moved on. And, you know, getting to finally get to his brother, I was like, okay, well, episode six, we got his brother. And that's where in my mind, I was like, okay, now, now it's going to really open up. It's going to be a multi-episode arc with this. Mm-hmm. And it didn't. <laughs> I think part of it I didn't like was I didn't like Tommy's wife in their okay. little thing. Like, I just kind of. I don't know. It it didn't feel like a natural relationship to me. I don't know if it was I don't know how it is in the game if it's that same way. Um but it just it didn't feel like a natural relationship and then how he was just like, "Okay, I'm going to I'm you know, at first it was I have a a child coming, so I can't go. I got to stay." Yep. And then it's all of a sudden like, "All right, I'll get I'll get her at dawn and we're leaving." Like that just kind of seemed very quick how he is he went from i'm gonna be a good dad to all right fine i'll I'll go but like i said overall i i other thing i loved is like you said before how um joel is starting to show some emotion i love that he's like the whole world is finally coming down on him you know he's mm-hmm. having panic attacks and anxiety and like just freaking out about everything in the world like you're you're finally he's not just a killing machine so to speak that's bringing this girl along you still get some of that of like he's still like i'm not gonna invest emotionally in you but then he you know you you knew it was gonna happen that it would turn around otherwise the show would be over if you just leave joel and ellie apart too long right in in my opinion but that's where i that's kind of why I thought this was the weakest because there was a lot where I, I liked and then a lot where I was like, eh, I kind of either wanted more or didn't like kind of how how they did it, if that makes sense. Yeah. Whereas earlier episodes, you know, was it episode three where you have the couple in their little house? I really love that episode. I love the brothers in the previous episodes. I did crushed me how that ended mm-hmm. and then i think i think the emotional setup to this you're just like oh i was expecting something like to be really emotional like i had been in previous episodes and then it's just like oh okay i guess i could have brought those expectations down just a little bit yeah no i mean it's definitely good to see the perspective of what people are seeing when they haven't 
the knowledge of the game. Yeah. Um, like for you, you probably you know you know where the end game is. Yeah. At least how where it's going. And I'm just like, oh, I'm along for the the journey. Just it's like a lot of other people. Yeah, because like you know how certain characters are going to end up, but it's still. I think mm-hmm. the show has done a great job with still giving you that emotional punch, even when you know what to expect. Like you know, last yes. week I knew Sam was going to die. I knew Sam turns, but I think they took they took that character because like. Hit, as I stated last week, Sam in the game, he's not deaf. He's just a, as normal of a kid you can be in the in the okay. world of The Last of Us. But they, you know, they they brought in this deaf actor who did a phenomenal job, mm-hmm. and I feel like they in, they made us invest in this character way more than the game did. And then by the end, you know, after that interaction between him and Ellie, where Ellie finds out he's infected. It's just it's you're like, I know what's going to happen when she wakes up, yeah. but it's still an emotional punch when they go through the whole thing where, you know, Henry has to shoot him and then he shoots himself. Yeah, it's you know, it wasn't like, oh, well, I knew that was going to happen. Yeah, I did know it was going to happen, but it was still like, holy <laughs> sh- it still was an imp- there was an impact just yes. because they were well, able to tweak certain things to still give you that emotional punch. They they do really well you know getting that emotional investment in characters kind of how the early seasons of the walking dead did they really try to invest you in the character mm-hmm. even if they're going to be killed off really quickly mm-hmm. they do a really good job with that and then i mean i don't want to compare it to the walking dead after that walking dead just kind of went downhill but it i'm hoping that it it, it keeps that emotional impact even for minor characters to to try to invest you in them as it moves along in this journey to wherever they end up i have no idea right (laughs) yeah i mean as long as they keep the the same the track that they've always stated they were going to do is just following the game you know adding things that may have not been in the game just to kind of make Mm -hmm. things make sense in this in the the world you know i think it's going to continue to succeed it's it's you know, people are loving it, and uh, if as long as you keep Neil Druckmann on board, who is the creator of the game, who is also co-creator of the show, you know, you're in good hands. You know, just don't let it go off the rails like The Walking Dead yes. did. As somebody who's never seen The Walking Dead, I know I I follow many people who are fans of the show who have stated where that show went. You know, it was so strong yeah, in the beginning, it, and then it just kind of went in such a weird direction. It, it did it, it and with that one i read the comics so going in mm. i kind of knew the story but then the strays i mean you have to take creative license for tv like there's mm-hmm. going to be certain things that hit differently in a video game because you have to make choices and move your characters along yep. whereas in tv you're gonna have to bring in another character you're gonna have to s- explain some things for it to move along so which i get just don't don't stray too far out yeah don't try to be like, you know, you have a solid beginning. Don't try to be like, okay, now we're gonna season two. We're gonna we're gonna turn it into Resident Evil. Oh no! Uh, although I'm although I'm a fan of Resident Evil, but you know, don't 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 go off and like it's all clickers and and creatures yeah. all every episode all the time. Yeah, and I appreciate that we're getting episodes where you 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 don't get a lot of infected. Like I. I don't think there was a single infected in this episode. I don't think so. There wasn't that so, I remember. So it's like, if you can give us that, give us that emotional impact and, and give us a good story without the monsters, 
mm-hmm. then you're doing something right. You know, if you're always relying on the monsters to make your show good, then there's something wrong. So I'm glad that it's it's working out. But yeah, as uh, you know, someone who played the game there, this is a this was probably the most emotional episode other than the fact of seeing, you know, the whole ending of last week's episode with Sam and Henry dying. And then uh, and then, of course, the at episode three with um, yes, with Bill and Frank, you know, this was an emotional episode because of Ellie finding out about Sarah, which was a big impactful moment in the, in the game, mm-hmm. you know, her finding out about Sarah and then her having that confrontation with Joel because Joel plans on ditching her with Tommy and then kind of going off to do whatever. Yeah. And they have that moment in the bedroom where they're, you know, sh- where she's like, I'm not her. And he's just like, just don't just don't do it yeah just stop talking and the the scene is very different the performance between uh pedro and bella compared to what troy and ashley did in the game is very different because um the thing is is uh i I feel joel is very different in a way that Troy Baker's Joel from the game was very, he was very stoic. Like he was very strong spoken. He was deep. Like he was fully like that Southern, like strong man. Like he was not going to show any weakness. Uh, You can see there's Pedro Pascal's Joel is he's depressed. Like he is just, you can see it in his eyes at every moment. Like this man is just in a hole. He's lost his daughter. He lost, you know, Tess. He lost, like, it's just been years of loss for him. Like, you know, he thought his brother was lost until this episode. He got to see him again Mm -hmm. and then realizing, oh, it's, it's not how it used to be. I, I don't know. He was expecting it to be like, oh, there's Tommy. All right. We're back together. We're going to be, yeah, you know, two, two peas in a pod. So, yeah, so like when they have the conversation, you know, in the game when she talks about loss and he's like, you know, in the game he's very he yells at her. He's like, "You don't know what loss is." Where in the show, Pedro gives like a more like you you don't know what loss is. Like it's very subtle. Like he is trying okay. to hold yeah. back those emotions like like he's about to break down. And I really appreciate that we got a different interpretation of that. Because it it still gave that it still was such an impactful scene. Um because you're seeing that Joel really cares for Ellie in this scene and, and in the game you do too. Uh, but you're seeing just how much he doesn't want, really want to do this, but he knows that if he continues, something bad could happen to her and he can't lose another, you know, somebody who he sees as a daughter, because yeah. even if she doesn't know he, in his eyes, this is, this is his, this is his kid. He needs to protect her. And the best way to do that mm-hmm. is to give her away to uh, Tommy because he's just, you know, he he feels he can't keep her alive. Yeah, because he's he he knows that, you know, age is getting to him. This anxiety, this everything. It's just finally the weight of everything is just crushing him. Yeah, and he can't he can't go. I mean, it even proved kind of at the the very very end when the the raider kind of guys were coming to get them, mm-hmm. and he's in this fight and you know, get stabbed. It's one of those, like, he just, he knows he, he wasn't, 
He wasn't the same as he normally is. Yeah. Like, That's a it's 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 exciting to see what they're where they're going to go with in what direction they're going to go in uh, going forward. I know that um, what we saw in the preview for the next episode is kind of a prequel. Uh, we get to see um, Ellie okay. uh, in the QZ and kind of see what she's going to be doing. Okay. This is before, you know, she meets Joel and Ellie. This is kind of before she is taken in by Marlene to be brought in. Cause this is, this is actually, this next episode is actually based on the DLC that came out for the last of us. It was called left behind. Um, so yeah, it's like a prequel to the entire thing. It's kind of seeing how we find out why Ellie is the way she is, which is very exciting. But um, yeah, it's ex- those joke books, man. The I joke know. Books is, is- Bella Ramsey. I don't know why she got any backlash for getting this role because she is killing it. As oh, some- she is absolutely yeah. is. She's she's quick witted and she's just on it. She she is like that. I don't know. I I believe her her everything she's going through and she's just witty and quick and it, it, she's perfect. Yeah. Just just like she was in Game of Thrones, she was almost that same thing. Just like, you know, the someone who doesn't really take any shit, but you know deep down that you know, just like Bella, you, you know, deep down she's she's afraid. She oh, yeah. I mean, she's even said it. Like she she puts on this front. Yeah. So you, you don't know. Because it's it's one of those things where she's afraid when she's not around Joel. But Joel is afraid when he's around Ellie. Like it's like the complete yes. opposites. Like he's afraid yeah. that something bad is going to happen, but she f- is afraid something will happen if she's not with him. So it's like that mm. that polar opposites. And you know, yeah, I love seeing Tommy in the the situation with his wife. It, it was, um, yeah, his wife wasn't. I mean, she was very similar in the game. I think she was already pretty well off pretty well pregnant at the point when you meet her okay. in the game. Uh, and yeah, she's, I think a lot strong. Her character in the game is a lot like she's to the point. Like she is no, she does not give two shits what you think about her and she will put you in your place. Even if she's just met you. Um, okay. Where I feel this, this version of her wasn't that like, you don't really feel like she's she's more of like a welcoming person. Like yes, we have to take our precautions out there, mm-hmm. but don't fuck with me because I will put you down. Which I think, yeah, she, I, which I I do appreciate. It. I just it was very different. She's she's uh welcoming, but yet quietly judging you. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, we got a, a a lot of people on the internet are stating we got an a cameo from a character that we're going to see in season two who plays a prominent character when um, they're sitting at the table and Ellie sees a girl looking at her and she's like, what are you looking at? And she (laughs) runs away. I don't want to spoil it because it's part of the second game, which will be mostly what the second season probably will be, but it's somebody of importance. Okay. Um, Yeah. You can probably just look it up and spoil yourself if you really want to. (laughs) Yeah. I I haven't, I've stayed away from looking anything up for this uh, show or the game or anything. So I could just kind of go along. So I don't know is the first season, the first game, the second season, the second game, and then they're done, or are they going to try to milk it for as long as they can? Or what I remember seeing from Craig Mazin and Neil Druckmann was that they were just going to follow the games 
and then that was it. They didn't want to milk a tube. They didn't want to go off the rails like Game of Thrones did. Of course, the, the last couple seasons, they didn't have the book material to go by, so they yeah. had to go with their own thing. And of course, you know, season eight for Game of Thrones isn't the most well-liked season. And same with, you know, The Walking Dead, like you said, like they stopped going off of the comics and it started to yep. go downhill. And I do really don't want to see and- that. I could see the show being something where they do the two games, they do the two seasons based on the two games, and then, or they could maybe take the second game and split it off into two seasons, because there is there is a lot going on in the second game. Okay. So that's where I could see that going. Also, I could see a lot of spinoffs where you see other people, like you're going on adventures with other people in this world, maybe of similar importance that we don't get from the games. Mm-hmm. Um, we're just... Yeah, just do a couple se- do a few seasons and just leave it alone. Just let it be. Yeah, don't don't run it into the ground. Just uh let it ride its its way yeah. on a high and then go, okay. Yeah. <laughs> right off in the sunset. Exactly. But um but yeah, overall you know, getting to see Joel and, and Tommy reunite, I like that. Getting to see Joel <laughs> open up his emotions, you know, when he's in that he's like fixing his boots and he opens up about everything, telling Tommy about Ellie being immune and how he just has failed at everything and he needs to give up ellie and he's crying like like this is the first time we've seen like full-on emotion from joel and uh i i really i really like that because you know it's it's not something we've seen in in the show no. yet no it, it isn't and it's, honestly i said it wasn't my favorite but as we sit here and kind of break it down more and more i'm like you know what i think maybe i did enjoy this episode more than i originally thought <laughs> <laughs> it was cool to see some of the set pieces from the games that you actually explore a lot more in the game. Uh, the okay, um, the hydro station where the where that's where they get caught. There's like the the waterfall behind them. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, you actually explore. That's where you actually run into Tommy in the game. You actually explore that, and then I think there there was raiders that come in, and then he say he like helps you kill them, and then that's when you get sent okay. to to jackson and then um seeing the 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 college you get to explore a lot more of the college and there's a lot more going on of course you like kill a lot of raiders and stuff that's kind of the premise of that i think you might run into some infected but it's good to see certain parts of the game in the in the show i mean it's it's cool they're not over exploring it to kind of just draw it out be like ah remember all this stuff it's like it's just cool to see certain things the monkey thing was cool because that happens in the game as well okay so yeah, it, yeah it's, it's always they probably could have they probably could have easily you know stretched a lot of it out to be like the multi-episode arcs to give it like all right first two seasons are going to be the first game so we're going to yeah. stretch this as long as we can but i do appreciate that they're just they're quickly just okay here we go there's some couple characters nope you're just following these two people on their journey to wherever we don't, we're yeah. not going to sit on these other people too much and i do appreciate that yeah I mean, they're doing a doing a great job, and I'm you know every time this is the this is definitely a show where this is how I used to feel about Marvel movies, where like mm-hmm. a Marvel movie would come out and then you see a trailer and you're just overly excited to go see it, or yeah. no, I'm just not like that anymore. <laughs> well, they got to a point. I mean, we're at our thir- thirty one movies now, so I yeah. mean, you're thirty one movies in. It's gonna be a little harder. I still get fairly excited just because I love a good popcorn movie. Oh yeah, and it 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 got to a point where Marvel was just like, 
it's just a cookie cutter stamp of boom here's another one boom here's another one yeah which is it's unfortunate um that that's the direction it's going uh but yeah i don't want to go on too much of a side tangent about marvel <laughs> um i could go a few hours on that but yeah overall we probably all could i i mean this is another top-notch episode great writing great performances the set the set pieces are fantastic the cinematography is fantastic it's just everything i've asked for when it comes to something that is based on a video game i wish resident evil would figure their shit out um resident evil speaking you want to make a successful of popcorn movies oh well, let's not talk about those garbage ass movies <laughs> Oh, and if you no. uh, if you listen to if you listen to my show, you'll know that I'm a big fan of them, and my co-hosts make fun of me all the time. <laughs> well, if you want to know how <laughs> I feel about the Resident Evil movies, go back all the way to 2021 when I went through every one of them. <laughs> Ooh, boy, uh, I, I I I would probably say more the TV show is the one where I'm like, guys, you had so much lore there, and you went with that. I don't know if you saw the Resident Evil show on Netflix. I did. I was I was bummed that I didn't get a second season to kind of like see if they could expand it out a little more. But yeah. Well, I don't want to. I don't want to keep you know, digging out digging out your Resident Evil love. So. <laughs> <laughs> but no, Last of Us. I've really enjoyed it so far. I think it's a a good show, and obviously HBO has another hit on their hands. Yeah. They 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 put out some solid solid shows. That's the thing is, it, you know, the thing I love about HBO is that they are they give great creators kind of that creative freedom mm-hmm. to do what they want. I know that people don't like the last season of Game of Thrones, but it's like they did what they I, I mean, I don't know exactly what went down for that season, but I know that they had to pretty much create their own thing to end this yeah. this huge saga. And uh, unfortunately, it just fell flat because it was a lot to well, kind of finish in one season. It, it it was rushed, and I'm hoping that if they decide to go past the games of this, that they don't try to rush some story. Yeah, that people are just like, oh, uh, this is what you did. Yep, cool. But yeah, I mean, they're given. I mean, Craig Mazin had a hit before, you know, when he did Chernobyl, which I haven't, I still haven't seen, but I've heard nothing but great things about that show. Oh, so same. Yeah. Same for me. And uh, Neil Druckmann, I mean, he's the creator of the games and he created two fantastic games. So I have full faith in these two guys to continue to, you know, make a great show. And, you know, with the second season and taking whatever they how whatever direction they tend to go with, I'm excited for it. So and I'm excited. We still got three episodes left of the show, which, to be honest, is making me kind of sad because <laughs> there's only three episodes <laughs> left of the show. Um, but I get it. Yeah, I get it. Especially when you're into something, you're like, oh, it's over. Now we got to wait. Yeah. At but least... you can go see Pedro Pascal in The Mandalorian. I know. He's going to have right. to, he's going to be oh. like the first actor in like a long, I mean, I there's probably been other actors who've had this happen, but he's going to have two shows going on at the same time because the, because yeah. uh, season three starts March 1st, I think. So, yep. That's pretty cool. I mean, you don't get to see his face, but you get to hear that sweet old Mandalorian voice. <laughs> <laughs> Pedro yes, Pascal's having a year. Him and Jonathan oh, Majors he, are having a year right now. Oh, so. man. Yes. Yes, they are. And I'm excited for it. And Brad, it has been an absolute pleasure to have you on. What uh, What do you got Thank going you. on over there? And uh, where can people find you? Uh, they can find anything Cinema Guys related. Go to wearethecinemaguys.com. And 
or just look us up on any podcatcher. And then we have links on our website to all of our social media and YouTube and TikTok and all that fun stuff that I do. Tubi watches. I love watching the trash movies. Gotta love it. I tried watching a Tubi movie last night. My internet went out. And so it just went, you can't watch anything on Tubi tonight. Sorry. Your internet was like, no, no, we can't do that here. I don't even remember. Oh, I was watching some movie called Shattered with, um, oh, no, what the hell is his name? He's in that new Jedi game that's coming out, the new Star Wars game. He's also in Shameless, and he played the Joker in Gotham. Um, Yep. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it didn't look great, but I was I was all in for whatever schlockiness that was going to give me. But I only got to watch about five minutes of it. <laughs> but you can finish it. You can finish it later. Yeah, I got a lot of movies on, on the plate, so I'm excited. I love watching. I love getting a little bit of good and a little bit of mm, what is this <laughs> on my plate? But there you hey, go. And, and Tubi, Tubi has it all. They got good stuff, bad stuff, and they're starting to get HBO shows like they have. Lovecraft Country, Westworld's getting better, ready to move over there, and a bunch of their other HBO shows. Westworld. I got to shout out Westworld because season one and season two, great. Stop there. That's all I got to okay. say. I love Westworld. I've only watched season one, so. Season one is great. I'll stop after two. Yeah. Well, you can find us at Dissect That Film on all your social medias, on all of your podcast apps, and we're on YouTube as well. And um, yeah, thanks so much for for joining me, Brad. Appreciate you. Yeah, thank you. Until next Look time, coming back. Oh, absolutely. You are you are more than welcome. We're gonna get you. We're gonna get you on a full length episode of the podcast. Okay. And uh, yeah, so so think of a movie. That's all I gotta say. Think of a movie because the guests get to choose. <laughs> okay. All, all right. right. Until next time, everybody. I am Brett Parker. That is Brad from the Cinema Guys, and this has been another episode of Slice of TV. We'll see y'all again next time. Bye.